The Mishi River was named so because in Urdu it means sweet river. Although it used to be beautiful, that can hardly be said about it now. This podcast is an interview with the co-founder of the Samatech Foundation, Akshat Gupta. It covers issues like how the river has reached its polluted state, but also if and how it can be saved. About the Mithi River, um, sure. what exactly led to it getting as polluted as it is today? And um, why wasn't it actually stopped or actually addressed until the 2005 flood? So the, so the Mithi River... Um, the reason it's polluted is actually important to understand what it used to be. And uh, I think the name itself kind of suggests what it used to be. The Mithi, mean, the Mithi River is actually the meaning of it. The literal translation is the sweet river, the sweet water river. And that's what it used to be. So back in time, many decades ago, the Mithi River was a, 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 a quite a, a clean uh, flowing river from its mouth. Uh, which is the Virar Lake and then again the Pavna Lake. But uh, it was a clean river flowing through and it acted like a stormwater, natural stormwater drainage during monsoons for the city at that time, which was not as concrete a city. And over the last uh, many decades, especially during the complete industrial revolution our city faced, or let's call it the city, rev- the concrete revolution we faced, it there were a couple of different uh, you know problems that the Mithi faced, which resulted in its pollution. Uh, I mean, specifically, I think it could divide it to understand it clearly into three brackets. Uh, one was a uh, industrial development. So you have almost 1,500 different units of industry along the mouth, along the banks of the Mithi. A lot of industrial waste went in there. Uh, then you had, you know, the city grew and our stormwater drainage pipes and our sewage treatment pipes are actually quite intermingled. And a lot of our sewage doesn't really go to a like to a cleaning plant or to a good enough cleaning plant. Mm. So a lot of the sewage started going into the river. And then lastly, which people see more of, you know, the other two you don't really see, even though they are the gigantic elephant in the room. Uh, what you see is, of course, also bad, but it's not as large as an issue to the Mithi. Uh, still a sizable issue is the is the inhabitants on the banks of the river, the slums. And there you see solid waste getting thrown in, plastic bags, food bags, this, that, and all of that. So I think that started happening for many decades. 2005 was actually just a eye-opener. And unfortunately, the human race is such that, you know, we even though we know things, we only really feel it when it impacts our lives directly. And that's what happened in 2005. Mm-hmm. I think the Mithi reached, uh, you know, a, a really uh, tipping point in terms of the amount of you know, debris, sewage, solid waste in it. And when we had one huge big flood, it stopped acting like a natural stormwater drainage like it should have. Mm-hmm. And then everyone looked at the Mithi and said, oh, it's a dirty river. But I mean, it was a dirty river in 1995. It was a dirty river in 1990. It was, it was just getting dirtier by the day. And unfortunately, it still is just keeping getting dirtier. So it's not, the pollution is not a new thing, but 2005 was an, uh, kind of an alarm, a wake-up alarm. Sorry, the second part of it, why wasn't the problems addressed in the 2005 flood? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of answered that. I think the, the, the problem wasn't addressed, unfortunately, is the nature of the humankind. It yeah. wasn't addressed because of that. It's like it's like today when you look at climate change, why isn't the whole world 
you know, why aren't the presidents and of countries like America and anywhere around the world, our country and so forth, why are we still burning fossil fuels? Why are yeah. we still cutting trees? And even though we know that, you know, the scientists have predicted a catastrophe, a doomsday, like, you know, a decade from now and all the facts are in that. Why aren't people stopping? It's the same thing with the Mithi. You know, why was 2005 a marking point? Because our lives got affected. Until then, you were just looking at a stinky river. Yeah. When everything flooded in, that's the reason why 2005 was when we actually it's looked at it. It's not a problem yeah. until it's our problem. So now about Afroz Shah. So how is the work of Afroz Shah? Um... Yeah, so I think I think what, what Afroz is doing is really commendable. It's, it's amazing. Um, uh, because what he his whole uh, philosophy uh, from what I have seen it is to lead by example and rather than sit in boardrooms and you know in uh, offices and make uh, you know policies and things let's also go out onto the beaches and into the rivers use our hands uh, you know start cleaning the river educate people who live on the banks of the river on what to do it so I think for me uh, it it's it's inspiring to see that to actually get on ground. Uh, pick up a plastic bag, you know, put your hands into the muck. And literally when you stand in the mithi, well, what it is, you really, the disgust is, you know, beyond what you do when you just smell and drive by or whatever, you actually feel the dirt. Mm-hmm. And then when you meet the people who live on the sides, you understand their complexities. Why do they litter? You understand how uneducated they are about circular economy, uh, how to recycle. You understand the, the, you know, the hardships they have for recycling how they buy their things. So it's also understanding people who live on the sides of the river. So I think what Afroz is doing is uh, brilliant for changing the mindset of a city. Uh, You know, that's probably one of the reasons why you and me are sitting and talking uh, on a a phone right now is because probably, uh, uh, I mean, Afroz influenced uh, us to both look at this problem. And uh, so that's an amazing thing that he's doing. So I think that's how Afroz is doing a great job and how he's helped me. And uh i think it's important to understand that what afroz is doing is uh is an important element but it's only one element of the entire survey you know whenever you look at a environmental uh, problem like uh, the mithi river you need to understand that it's it's a it's a huge gigantic problem uh you need to understand the source of the problems to find a solution right i mean like anything like today if you're if you're not well and something's bothering you, the doctor needs to get to the, you know, the nerve that's affected or the real problem. You can't be medicated otherwise. And uh, so the important thing to understand is that the Mithi has three different sources of, uh, like I told you, three different sources of pollution in it. One is, you know, uh, the largest one is the uh, sewage that comes from the city because you have almost, you have, I think, 14 huge sewage pipes and, you know, probably hundreds of other smaller ones that are connected to the to the mithi that where you have sewage coming from the city that doesn't go through a sewage treatment plant or goes through one that's outdated or not working so practically you have raw sewage going from your households all around the city into the mithi which is the big gigantic uh, you know problem of its uh, pollution i mean that's why it's so polluted yeah. uh, the second one is the industries you have lots of industries almost 1500 along the banks and many of them that have improved, but you know, still the Indian habit, uh, the civic sense is poor, and even the business civic sense is poor. So you have a lot of pollution going in from the industries into this. And then lastly, you have the slums and you know the inhabitants. So to find a solution for this, you have to uh, have all three kind of dealt with. And the largest one is the sewage treatment. So the BMC, for example, the municipality, you know, they've divided the Miti into two parts. One is 
under MMRDA. So that's another issue. The land is eight kilometers of 18 is into one and 10 kilometers is into another body. Both run separately. They created one body that uh, is meant to look after it together. It's very ineffective from what I've re read and seen. Uh, mm. But a lot of money has been spent. So yeah. almost 1,200 to 1,500 crores were spent in 2005 and then, you know, uh, lots more, hundreds of crores later. And the, it is a very important uh, element to find a solution to the Mithi, which is government spending on infra. Basically, mm -hmm. Connect, now what the BMC is currently working on is to take all those sewage treatment, uh, all those sewage pipes and connect them to a sewage treatment plant. If they achieve even half of that or, you know, let's hope all of that, like they say, I think a big Mithi pollution problem will stop because that sewage will go and either treat it to the river or not go to the river at all. That's a very, very important, big elephant uh, in the room where the Mithi is concerned. Uh, you know, the industries, if the government changes laws and has more fines and puts law and authority on all of the industries along the banks, it'll improve the situation a lot. Yeah. And then, of course, what Afros is doing. So what Afros is doing is working on the inhabitants. And that's important because that's a sustainable long term. Even if you cut the sewage treatment, even if you improve the industries, the people who mm -hmm. live on either side of the Mithi, if they keep throwing in plastic garbage and all of that, it's not going to help. So yeah. mindset from both people who live along the sides of the river and mindset for regular citizens to have conversations like we are doing, whether it's policy making or so forth. Mm -hmm. So I think overall Mithi solution is has to be a partnership between people like Afros, uh, people uh, who had government uh, and environmental departments and infra, and then people who had law and order. Uh, for uh, you know industries on the side if it's if that's the round round table that will be there for the mithi there will be a solution otherwise uh, unfortunately a lot of what uh, circular economy will do what approaches of the world will do will be you know good feelings and they will make some impact but i don't think there will be a solution if you want to make a difference you can volunteer your time with the summertech foundation or just make a donation at www.summertechfoundation.com Thank you for listening.